T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening that was a pretty loud pop today uh the episode that we are doing today is episode number 200 Derek cheetah can you believe well he's number two can you believe we've done 200 episodes of this um, I cannot. At this point, yes, I can. Because we're knocking on our fourth birthday? Third birthday? Third, I think. Oh, wow. No, it's got to be. Because we didn't do anything for our first anniversary. Oh, yeah. We've done two beer of the weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we're knocking on our fourth. We're getting towards the end of year three. Yeah, so that that, that gets close. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. I guess math. You know, math. about 50 per, per year, right? But it is really wild because, you know, like, like the hot corner, we've been doing that for what seven years yeah, now, six, something seven like years. that. And this, for some reason, still seems real fresh and new. It does, you know, it does. So we're on episode two hundred, and we we teased this last week, and we're going to do it. It's it's sort of like a best of. If you listen to sports radio, you've heard best ofs. Um, ooh, it's a hazy, huh? That's <laughs> I saw it when I opened it, and I was like, hmm, that's, surpri- that's surprising. Maybe it's more unfiltered. I'm um, sorry, distracted squirrel. Uh, this is not going to be like a true best of episode. We're not going to be playing old clips. We're not going to be pulling all this audio, but what we are going to do is we're going to take a trip down memory lane through the first 200 episodes of this podcast. Talk about things we enjoyed, talk about things we'd like to do more of, talk mm-hmm. about things we'd like to revisit. Sure. That is an idea that I came up with a couple weeks ago of doing revisited episodes of the same topic, or at least in the same ballpark to see how we are different from the first time we did that episode, how our tastes have changed, how we view a specific beer or a specific style, etc. So um, we'll probably do that, but this will kind of be like a little teaser of that. Sure. By just kind of going through some of the old stuff we liked and didn't like and all that kind of stuff. So, like, by like... the way, if you've been with us from the beginning, or even if you've joined us and have gone back and listened to them all, um, thank you so much. It's been a true pleasure doing this and getting to know you guys out there who have been listening to this podcast. I think the coolest thing is that we have listeners who don't even know or care that we do sports radio. <laughs> they just like found the podcast and like us. Yeah. That's cool. Because uh, doing the sports radio thing was like a little quick leg up to get listeners because people know us. Yeah. But doing it, finding people who had no idea we were doing baseball show at all, mm-hmm. the baseball show, well, is cool. And I appreciate that. Yeah. One thing like what, what I really love and appreciate is... Uh, sometimes I get feedback from my industry peers 
Um, like, for example, I was chatting with Bolt Minister the other day, owner, head brewmaster at 5440, and he said, hey, by the way, somebody said you had some really nice things to say about, about the brewery on the podcast the other day. And I was like, wow, somebody listened and then went and told Bolt that I like his beer. And I tell Bolt all the time that I like his beer, but he went out of his way to say something about this stupid little podcast we do. That somebody told him that because I think I think we were drinking Cascadia Kolsch yes uh, on the on the baseball show which was amazing which was delicious and we and I we like mentioned it in passing but for that to get back to somebody who I consider uh, not just a friend but somebody I really respect and look up to for him to say something I was kind of like wow man all right I think the other you cool listeners th- are pretty rad the other cool thing is is you're right like it's there's a lot of people in the industry who listen to this because mm-hmm. you'll like go to a, you talked about a Thunder Island and the guy mm-hmm. walked up to you and was like, Hey, yeah, I like your podcast. Yeah. You're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks man. You well, know, actually uh, you said you weren't you. And then you <laughs> then went and told him that you were you. Brian Cook reached out to you today. Yeah. I was going to tell know, that story. Like, so Brian Cook, who is probably the the biggest friend of the podcast at this yeah. point, um, he is, he, the owner of Lombard and uh, Lombard house. And he texted me. I don't have his number by the way. He asked you for my number, and he texted me from a number that I didn't know, and he said, I very much appreciate you sharing your own honest experience with depression and all that entails, before he told me who it was. So I'm sitting here at like 5.15 p.m. looking at my phone from a random 503 <laughs> number, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Who's winning? What is mm-hmm. occurring? And then he said, this is Brian Cook, and I was like, Oh, okay. But it was just kind of a funny, like, he reached out to you to get my number, even though he's friends with you. And I I mean, I've met him multiple times now, but like, that's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, the 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 depths where we're going with this thing, you know, we kind of started it for fun to just kind of see where it is. And I think we've really chilled into a groove position. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go uh, on my begging knees here. Uh, We still don't get paid to do this podcast (laughs) out there, folks. This is totally... Out of the goodness of our heart. Pro bono. And uh, we would like to get paid to do this podcast. <laughs> so if any of you out there are interested in being a title sponsor and getting <laughs> your name read multiple times every time we do a podcast, as well as whatever ad read you'd like, <laughs> we are certainly open for business and not opposed to begging at this point. Right. 200 episodes in. <laughs> but what I was going to but what I was going to say is, like, I think we're in a really good groove. And I think we like where this podcast is. You know, I don't think we have outlandish ideas of what we want to do we are in full control of this thing yep. which is very very important should we not work at this at, at this odyssey station we still have the rights to this show and are you that sure is about that? i am sure about okay. that i've had that conversation okay <laughs> uh, i'm protecting our assets thank here, you Mike. i appreciate that. um but it it's it's really nice we're growing and growing and like i had a really great conversation with christina larue the head of the oregon brewers guild the other day we've got something in the works to kind of help with them on some stuff and you know talking to you know talking to hop farmers and stuff like that and we're still growing and it wouldn't we wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you guys it also helps that uh we paid a sponsor at the oregon beer awards too for visibility that did that help. also helps so we got we got we certainly did see a little <laughs> that bit that also uh, helps it's the only thing we've ever spent money on on this yes other than our own money to drink beer and go out and i guess technically we spend money every week because we get beer to bring into the this podcast is true. But this is true in terms of like big money yeah we uh we have not spent any of that no. until presenting at the OBS. Yeah. twice now yes. we'll be back next year um 
I think it also helps that the two of us are actually just friends in real life. Yeah, so we yeah. can just, <laughs> it, there's no like any sort of like weird awkwardness when you get off, off the microphone, you're just, you're friends anyway. I know so. we're going out next Tuesday and I have no idea what's going on. I didn't set up any of it. Well, well, I don't, we said we would talk about where to go. We still haven't done yeah, that, but we still got half a week left. It's fine. Uh, knowing the two of us, we'll, we'll figure it, it out. Monday night or Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> It'll be four 30. What are we doing tonight? <laughs> oh, let's figure it out. Okay. That's going to drive my girlfriend mad. Cause she is like very detail and like plan oriented. And she's like, what are we going to be doing? I don't know. Well, I think we're good enough. The wife put it in the calendar. Yes. Like we're, we're going out with Mike and Ashley. Yeah. We and... have it in the calendar as well. Um, she has a, a calendar that's on the wall that mm-hmm. has everything on it. She's like, like I said, she's very much about planning. Yeah, it's on there on Tuesday. <laughs> Dinner with go. Patrick and Abby. Yeah, Let's we'll go. Figure it out. Um, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> you can find this pod- podcast. See, I can still speak, guys. Podcast. Most places you can find podcasts on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, TenityTheFan.com. We are on Instagram slash Beers on Us. You can DM us there. We did have one of our listeners, which I'll bring up during the segment. DM us some of his favorite episodes and uh, moments that he's had in the podcast. After this, if you'd like to send us what you've liked or or things you'd like to see us do or anything like that, feel free to send us a direct message on the IG. And also talking about potentially down the line doing episodes, like revisiting episode stuff. Um, we had uh, Shane, who used to work at Point Blank. He was DMing us, talking to us about our episode last week because he used to work in that world. Mm. It would be maybe fun to, if we ever revisit the German import style or the just import style in general, it would be fun to grab him again to kind of get a little more insight in that. He was one of the first interviews we did, right? He's early. Remember we wanted to do that distro? No, it's not that early. We wanted to do a distro series. Oh, yeah. And then I think COVID hit. Yeah, it did. I can pull it up right here, actually. I I can find it. Yeah, I think I think that's what we wanted to do. I don't think it I mean maybe it was early. Well, everything we feel a, everything feels early yeah, at this we point. We did have a we were very good at getting guests in the early days. And not so much now. Um I said I would be able to find it quickly. Although although I do think I do think it should be easier now to get guests. The real problem is our schedules right. no are no longer as conducive right. to Going out to breweries in the middle of the afternoon. Right. So now we just got to try to set stuff up on the weekends. I mean, that was the best, that's the best way to do it because then, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. Then it's like, you know, hey, you want to, <laughs> I could totally see myself. Hey, babe, let's go on. Uh, you mind doing a beer day? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Oh, I'd like to go to Occidental. She's like, cool. That sounds great. Let's go and show up. And she's like, why is my kid? Why is that? Oh my God. Are you doing a podcast here? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I tripped and fell on all this equipment that just yeah. happens to randomly be here. Oh my God. Here's the owner of Oxide. Thanks so much. Do you want to see? Hey, we got all this stuff. You want to just do this? <laughs> I'll totally even, get busted for that. I can't even find the episode. Oh, well, it's hard to do that while we're talking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we'd like to go. We've we've mentioned the same like four breweries that we've been wanting to go to mm. since COVID started. So mm. I'm going to stop promising things we haven't done, right? And just just know that we are going to do it at some point. Sure, we just have to figure out when, because our schedules no longer right. coexist right in the way that they used to. Uh, weekend beer wise for me, uh, I did get to go yesterday to a place that you have actually been before me, and it's in my neighborhood. Cascadia Tap House over in Cedar Mill. Oh yeah, which is at the very end of the Safeway Strip Mall over there. Yeah, I've done. I've, I did an event there. Yes, you did. Uh, I went there yesterday because uh, I was going out with uh, my old roommate, my girlfriend's in LA this week, and I was going to go to Von Ebert, 
which is in my neighborhood over at Cedar Mill. It's our favorite place to go get some drinks. They have del- delightful pizza there. And we walked up, and there's a sign on the door, closed at 5.30 due to staffing issues. Oh. And I was like, great. I wanted this pizza and some beer. And I was kind of sitting there like racking my brain, racking my brain. I was like, well, great notions right here, but it doesn't have any food. We want to try to find some food. And I was like, well, there's that tap house I've never been to over by Safeway. And my old roommate was like, what are you talking about? We showed up. They don't have food either, by the way. They were doing Tuesday night trivia. Nice. Much cooler spot than I thought just from looking at it on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. Like I see end of a strip mall. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what am I getting myself into? It's actually a pretty cool little spot. Uh, Yeah. And uh, they had a really good varied tap list. Mm -hmm. I got to try the Ex Novo Gigantic IPA. Cool. Which was quite good. Nice. And uh, my roommate had a Boss Rambler West Coast IPA, which he also quite liked. So, or my ex-roommate, I should say. Former roommate. And um, so that was really fun. In terms of what I had during the week, nothing really spectacular. But uh, I'm sorry to everyone out there. I apologize for this. My girlfriend, when she comes to Market of Choice with me, is grabbing like herself a cider or something. She grabbed a seltzer from Claim 52. Ooh. And boy, if that's not the best hard seltzer I've ever had. Really? Yes. It was good? Really good. That's rad. I like hearing that. I feel like breweries would be better to make hard seltzer than somebody that just wants to make a buck. Yes. Um, Now, I don't drink a lot of Claim 52 beer. They do a lot of the trendy styles that are not necessarily my thing. A lot of hazy, a lot of pastry. Yep. Um, Smoothie sour, stuff like that. This was so flavorful and didn't come across as like a LaCroix, Mm -hmm. which to me is like dirty water that sort of tastes like a flavor. (laughs) That someone yelled the flavor from down the hall is what you said. I love that joke, yeah. (laughs) It's blueberry! Oh, I guess it is blueberry. I guess I I sort of taste that. Um, This was, I only took one sip and I was like, I would have that again yeah. it was really good and i feel kind of guilty saying that because we don't like hard seltzer here because it's killing craft beer a little bit or cutting into craft beer a sure. little bit but that was well done nice. so uh my weekend beer was going to cascadia tap house and having a good beer and then a seltzer oh, question mark so that was my weekend beer uh my weekend beer is more like a kind of uh i guess exciting experiences i should say um i've been i've been you know can't really say too much, but I've been chatting with the crew over at Migration about uh, something that could be really fun, uh, and I always like kind of chatting with other people in the industry. Also, um, some in- interesting, very interesting like news that I've come across, you know, not to in the brews, but I guess my week, uh, sometimes I'm really bad at remembering what I've been drinking lately, mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of easier for more to just like, what stands out in the world of beer for you? Um Mike, last week, what was our beer of the week? Uh, it was three-way IPA. On Saturday, Fort George will release a new batch of three-way, and it's hazy. Oh. Oh. So. Now, did they do a hazy with the same two breweries? Yes. It is the, so it's from like the... everything I read, and that I think it's a fairly similar beer. But this one's hazy. So it's going to be similar to the level clear hazy thing we did yeah. right at the start Maybe of COVID. Maybe something like that. So I will grab a can and we will we'll get after it. Three Ways not my favorite thing in the world, but we've been doing it for years. So let's keep that. And we quite enjoyed this year's yes. clear three way. So let's uh, and maybe I'll grab both of them and see if I can find the old batch and the new batch and. We'll see how that goes. And then also, uh, I just read something briefly that 
modern times is up for auction now. And it's kind of like, well, here we go. Oh, like the the whole company? Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, okay. Wow. Saw a little thing on Brewbound today, but there was a paywall and I didn't want to read more. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like California has approved them to be auctioned. And it's just one of those, boy, has the mighty fallen real quick. So in in that sense, if a brewery is being auctioned, is that like code for big beer is going to buy it because it's available and they have the money? No idea. I've never really seen this. I don't know. And again, there was a firewall, so I don't really know much more than that. Okay. Uh, or a paywall. A firewall. There was a paywall. Um, so I don't know much more than that. I will do some more research and try yeah. to figure it out. I just and that, that just seems like fertile ground for... Also, when I hear the term auction, I think the first thing I think of is somebody is going to get something for a lot cheaper than it's actually worth. I guess unless there's a bidding war. You know, yeah. like like there's police auctions with like stolen cars that have been impounded, right. evidence and stuff like that. And you get that stuff dirt cheap compared to what it's actually worth. So I don't know. That'll be interesting. So that's just kind of where I am. I can't remember any good beer. I'm sure I had good beer. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. It just it screams to me of, well, AB InBev is going to come in with the biggest bid and no one's going to out, outbid them. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. And the modern times becomes big beer. And then, well, we're sad. Yeah. Then we're sad. Then they're Ballast Point. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, okay. So, episode 200, we're going to go into the time machine and take a look back. I found it, by the way. Uh, it was named Distribution 1. There is no Distribution 2. I know. It was episode 61, and this says date modified October 3rd, 2019. So that is when we chatted with Shane. Okay. Uh, over in the Charlie studio, for yeah. those who care about yeah. radio, we did the interview in there. Um I think the best place and the, and the most natural place to start here is the fact that we got to make two beers with Berelic. <laughs> yeah. Is really cool. Yeah. I don't think I will ever forget that experience. Um, obviously, the first year we didn't get to go do it with them because it was COVID, mm. but getting to go to Nick's backyard, right? Mm. And just hang out and talk beer and talk about what we wanted to do was such a like a nerdy, cool experience for me. I think everybody has that. There's a, there's a job or an industry out there that you've always been fascinated by. Could just be even be sports in general, right? Like sure. the chance that you could go pick the brain of Damian Lillard right. for a night yeah. is cool for a lot of people. That was kind of how I felt doing that meeting with the Berelick crew because it's like, you guys are the beer guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. And you kind of look And they're like asking me like what I want in the beer. And I was like, I matter. And then you kind of say, well, I really like Mosaic Hops. Patrick, what do you like? Oh, I really like Strata. And then you look over at Parsons and he's kind of looking up at the sky and he's like doing math in his head. And he's like, yeah, I got this. And you're like, you got what, man? And he goes, I'll add some code to that. Like, like, you got what, dude? And he's (laughs) like, I got this. And you're like, okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I run into that with Mike all the time at Grains of Wrath. Uh, we'll be like meeting with people for a collab, like some great accounts or something. And he's like, Patrick, write this down. And he looks up at this guy, itches his beard and goes, 33, 25, 18 bags, write this down. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're just whipping this up out of your head. Little Rain Man action Got it, here. dude. Got <laughs> it, man. So it is a really cool like experience kind of behind the scenes. Um, so that that to me is kind of the natural starting point of this is we, we've done a lot of cool stuff. We've had a lot of fun episodes. We've had funny episodes. We've had mm. serious episodes. The coolest thing we've done in the three years doing this is getting to make two beers with Berelick. Mm. Mm. And 
And the great relationship we have with yes. that crew over there and how much we love and respect them. And if you guys are listening right now, I hope you have already had four or five drinks because we're going to keep saying Berelik, 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 Berelik. Get drunk! And then if we're going like if we're going like our top things, that's where I live in my top things of this. It's Berelik drink. It's Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. It's... The COVID wall. Mm-hmm. Um, the COVID wall, I think, is one of the coolest things we've ever d- we've ever done on this. Yeah, show. That's I mean, it's true. still it still lives right there. Yeah, we can, we look at it full. every day or every um, time we record. You know, and 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 so it, it's it's those little things for me that I always love, and 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 a lot of it is the friends we've made along the way. You know, like Brian Cook means the world to me because he'll come in here and. We'll 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 talk to He's always so scared, and then tells the greatest stories in the world. Um, the the John Harris comes on, and he's all mad because he's got a plumbing issue, and he's and first he, ever and episode, he, and, he, and he committed to doing this with us, so he so he came through on it. Uh, I th- I think it's you know, and I don't mean to sound cheesy and sappy, but it, it's the learning. You know, I know we kind of play the show as the odd couple, like I'm the industry guy and and you're the novice, but boy, I can't tell you how much I have learned through this. Me too. I mean, um, that's. That's the that's why I kind of have this idea of the revisit. Like I'm looking back at the very first episodes we did. Episode one is beer culture. What <laughs> wow. does that even what, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, episode two was West Coast IPA, which we did style with, with Mike Hunsaker mm-hmm. in Canis at Grains. Mm-hmm. We did the Stormbreaker takeover at episode three. That was with uh, Patrick Shields over in St. John's, mm-hmm. and uh, Patrick now works at Prost, mm-hmm. and uh, every time I go back there, Patrick is so, per- so happy to see me, yeah. and I was, I'm was, i like, dude, I've met you like one and a half times <laughs> three years ago. I, I love it. Uh, episode four was non-beer drinkers, uh, introducing beer to non-beer drinkers, which I actually had someone tell me the other day that that is still one of their favorite episodes. Because as like a, or I think they DM'd us on Instagram, um, like as a, as a brewery person, they reference that as like, this is what non-craft beer drinkers think. Right. And this is how you can get them to try to try craft beer. And since then, uh, it's been the mantra of this show. I mean, this, the whole point of this, yes, to talk when there's news, when there's bad things, good things, exciting things, you know, education, that's what we want to learn. But the idea is basically how to grab people to it's not that you don't like beer it's that you don't know what beer you like yes and so that's the whole name of the game here and 200 episodes in i mean i i I would like to hope we've got there yeah well and in terms of like learning things like i'm looking back at those episodes and remembering where i was and what i was asking and like i was probably asking the most basic questions Mm -hmm. ever and when we started this ep this podcast I was like dark beer only mm-hmm. and West Coast IPA. Right. But I didn't. But only a little West Coast IPA. Only a little IPA. West Coast IPA. I was like Porter Stouts and Reds. Yeah. I'm like, get the hell out of here with this other stuff. Which and, are great introductory styles. Yes, uh, for sure. Now I'm like loving the the crushies, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Pilsners the and Krispies. the Crispies. The Crispies, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another show joke. And, um, uh, I'm loving I'm loving the the pilsners I'm loving the light lagers I, I'm I, I go to that section of the of the beer uh, the beer section at the store and peruse and grab stuff I'm mm-hmm. just like super excited to try these light crushable beers that before I used to think tasted like Coors Light right 
I would try them and be like, <clears> well, it's better than Coors Light, but it tastes like Coors Light. And now I'm like getting all the nuance of like the the depth of flavor that you can really find in certain Pilsners and and you know the the, the Pelican ads that run always say like the craft beer that brewers are drinking, and it's like I like that now. Kawanda Cream, born at the beach. Yeah, it's a, well, those are for the Pelican Pilsner right. ads, is they they sell it like that, and it's just. I, I think back to three years ago and where I was and where I am now with my beer drinking, and it's completely changed. Yeah, and I, I, I think a lot of that, too, is that it's it's helped me the most to compartmentalize. You know, I have always kind of I, – I, I don't necessarily want to say that I've really discovered things that I like, but I think I've been able – like new things that I like, but I think I've been able to quantify and describe and categorize now with more detail and knowledge about what it is I like. There was always this, there was always these, you know, even though I was, I I have for a long time been a huge IPA drinker, there was always these light styles and these dark styles that I liked, but I wasn't sure what they were. And now I know what they are. It's Patrick, you like Hellas, you like Vienna lager, and you like rice lagers, and you like milk stouts. Like, <laughs> that's who you are, man. Yep. And before that, I was like, you know, God, is this light beer, I, I usually drink IPAs, but man, this light beer is really good. And they're like, yeah, it's called Chuckanut Kolsch. And you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Oh, there are some Kolsch that I like. Is Chuckanut a style? <laughs> yeah, you know? And so I think that's that's the best journey. What's, that, what's that meme of the anime? Is this a bird? Yeah. <laughs> As he's looking at a butterfly? Yeah. Uh, I will shift to this, though, Mike. Do you have a favorite guest? we've ever done or or a guest specifically that rings true in your head boy that's tough um i mean i i think my i think this is purely like a a nostalgia thing but not to say that he wasn't a fantastic guest because he was i think mike hunsaker is my favorite guest wow and you should try working with him every day. It's not as fun as you think. <laughs> <laughs> the it, he was so okay. Rewind. Sure. John Harris, episode one, phone interview. The legend was not supposed to be a phone interview. Was a phone interview, and he was pissed. Mm-hmm. He did not want to be on the podcast. He did it because he agreed to it. Like you said, we finished that interview, and I was like, boy. We're a nobody podcast, and these brewers are going to be so unhappy to be yeah. on with us. This is a big uphill climb. Episode two, mm-hmm. we went to Grains, and Mike was so gracious with his time. We sat with him for an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he 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 answered my really stupid questions nicely, and then the off the air, off the podcast talk after that, where you guys just kind of shot the s about the brewing industry and mm-hmm. like drama that was going on. I was just sitting there like this is awesome <laughs> we've had a lot of great guests throughout the throughout the podcast but just because of my fear in that moment mm-hmm. of we're not going to get guests who care that we're doing a podcast sure. mike hunsaker immediately flipped that on its head and i was like oh john harris was having a bad day yeah but people in beer are really cool and really mm-hmm. forthcoming mm-hmm. and since then we've had Nothing but great interviews. Mm-hmm. And not everybody we've talked to has been the best on the air. Sure. Right? Like, they may, some people are shy or some people don't have the best, uh, you know, idea of how to talk into a microphone and have it come across well. But everyone's been so kind mm-hmm. and so just patient 
uh, sure. with like the questions and as I've been learning beer more. And I, I think it, the fact that, that Mike was so good in the beginning makes him my favorite guest. What about well, you? Uh, f- uh, for me, it, I, I, I don't know if they're the, the best guests or my favorite guests, but it's the one I always keep in my mind. Mike, we are doing the baseball show. This is early on. <clears throat> and we had had this guest on before. And I don't even think, I don't remember what day of the week we recorded this, but I got this news and I went to you and I was like, Mike, drop everything. We have to do this. We have a phone interview. What do we call it? Podcast 911. Yeah. And it was that Sarah Peterson had sold Cerveza. Yes. A lot of that is some personal bias because, you know, I can I consider Sarah an old friend and I love that establishment and it was in my hood and meant a lot to me. And we had had her on the pod before. And uh, but that's the one that always sticks out to me because it was the first time I ever felt as you know, as I pull the curtain back a little bit, it was the first time I ever felt we can do this. Yeah, because there was a story that we were ahead of. Yeah. Like we're not journalists. We're not going to pretend we we're are. We're not trying to be. We're not journalists. trying to be. No, not at all. We just want to talk about stuff in an open forum kind of situation. But in that moment, for about five minutes, as we were setting that up, we were kind of journalists. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. Uh, and that's that's the one I always I always stick to. Uh, as as far as guests, I mean, I don't think we've had a bad one. I I I love the style so. Kevin Davey at Wayfinder talking about Fest Beer was was always a fun one of mine. I now live in Distro World, so talking with Shane was a good one for me. Um, I love uh, I love anytime we do topics about uh, kind of uh, culture in America and society. So talking with Pink Boots Society, talking with Christina Larue, you know, talking with uh, the Steeplejack. Steeplejack crew about you know the pioneering of women in the industry. That was a fantastic and, interview yeah, with and, both uh, Anna, and, Anna Annie. and Annie. And yeah. so it's like like I I always get my rocks off on kind of like how can craft beer, you know, it's kind of like why I love baseball so much. It's like how can craft beer be at the forefront of a lot of societal issues because beer is just beer. Well, you know, I always say, hey guys, at the end of the day, it's just beer. Like, let's not freak out. We're not saving lives, but there is something about that culture that can bring awareness and support. And so those are the ones that I always look back on as very proactive. And we got some cool ones like that kind of kind of lined up in the infancy stage right now. Uh, a couple others I want to just mention. I'm going through my old notes. I have a, a note on my iPhone notepad that I just keep adding to of mm-hmm. the podcast stuff. Uh, this was my first moment of like, you talking about the Sarah Peterson stuff mm. is when I went to Denver and was doing was getting info for the Denver episode. We went to Ratio mm-hmm. and I taught. I just went up to the bartender and I was like, "Hey, would you be interested? Because I loved the beer there. Mm. Would you be interested? Love the spot that place is rad. In doing the podcast with us on our Denver episode. His name was Ben. Uh, ben Walker was his name, and he gra- gracefully let us call him a week later, and he chatted with us for 20 minutes and yeah. it was over the phone i thought that was awesome like it yeah. was this moment of like hey man i'm from portland oregon i'm just here visiting i do this little beer podcast it's barely started we're like 20 episodes in do you want to hop on he was like yeah man absolutely and he was super nervous to do mm-hmm. it but he was really really good um i think we'd be remiss not to mention uh dan from mcminimins 
Oh. Literally Dan McMiniman sitting down with us. Yeah. And walking us through the brewery. At Edgefield, and that was a really cool experience. It was. Uh, and then also Dave Fleming. Ugh. Who, oh, my hero. Who still wants us to do the Oregon City episode. My hero. My hero, Dave Fleming, the man I aspire to be when I'm old. Dave was insane. Dave is the craziest and mofo I ever met. I love him to death. Awesome. I love that guy so much. So those are just a couple other ones that, that we really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really enjoyed uh, meeting Robbie Roto for the first time from day one when we were at Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. And, or Brid- Bridgetown. Bridgetown. And... Um, that's so funny because at that time, this this is how like small this world is. At that time, Robbie was just my friend. And right now, Robbie is my life. Like, <laughs> Robbie is absolutely my life. That guy moves more beer that I'm trying to move than anybody in the Pacific Northwest. And it's so funny at that time, Robbie and I were just buddies. Like yep. we just we'd run into each other a couple times. We, you know, we hung out, we had some beers, and now I uh, and in, now you in, hate him because you work together. <laughs> in, in my world, Robbie is my number one concern he's my number one at my agenda every single day i think about robbie rota and day one distribution and it's so funny that you mention that because sometimes you have to remember and and i do this all the time and robbie and i get together and we we laugh and joke about it that oh man thank god we're friends (laughs) you know because i mean my life revolves around him and and we're their number one account in their book and so it's funny to think that yeah we did this blind taste challenge with a guy who now dominates my life yep and then the last one i wanted to give a little shout out to and this this is for whatever reason i really clicked with this guy even doing the interview uh, it was Corin from Pelican. Oh, that was excellent. That was our second episode. We went to Cannon. I think Beach. it was our third. That was our I final think we one. Tillamook twice. Okay, and then went to Cannon. Okay, so Cannon was our final episode, and uh, we talked with Corin, who was the the I guess the head brewer. He's in, the R and D brewer at at Cannon yeah, Beach in yeah. Cannon Beach, or head brewer R and D, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, and. You know, we walked up and he was obviously nervous that he was doing Mm. it. Very uncomfortable. And we started the episode and he was immediately like calm Mm. and funny and really, really awesome to talk to. And he shared good information. And once we were done with the podcast, he like sat with us for another 40 minutes just chatting. And that was just one where I was like, when you see someone that nervous, it's kind of a wild card. It's like they're either going to freak out and be bad or they'll figure it out. And he was immediately just on and good. And then I ran into him at uh, OBA judging. Yes. And he just gave me a big old hug. And he said, hey, man, how you doing? And he remembered the conversations we'd had about our personal lives. And he was, like, asking me about my personal life. And I asked him about, about him and his. And it was it was, it was great. Um, okay. Now, what about most memorable episode? I think the obvious answer, uh, we, we can go obvious <laughs> answers are the Trader Joe's and non-alcoholic beer episodes. <laughs> Memorable, yes, 100%. Um, Torture, yes. I think very funny episodes. I went back. I don't often go back and listen to the podcasts, Mm. but those two episodes, I went back and listened to those podcasts. I've listened to And I laughed at my own jokes, which I never do. (laughs) I have listened to a lot more podcasts than you have. Yes, you have. Um, But those two in particular, I knew after we finished them, there's a a vibe. We usually leave here, we're like, oh, that was a good episode. Sure. There's most there's a couple times this happened probably like what five to ten times sure. where we're like that that was good yeah that was good that was good. and both those episodes ended and I was like oh I got to go listen to those again <laughs> uh, my favorite is definitely Double Mountain Frame 
Oh, you remember that? Kind of. <laughs> wow, it's so beautiful here. <laughs> that's like, by the way, that's, that's like one in our of my first. All, that's one of my all-time favorites. That's one in our first ten episodes. I think that was episode nine. That was one of my. That's one. That of my, was. It was episode nine, and we decided to go to Hood River. And we had the brilliant idea to do two episodes in one at two different breweries who were comping beer for us and giving us taster trays. And one of my closest friends got married the night before. He was the minister. The, the, he was the he performed the ceremony at my wedding yes. three weeks ago. Yes, he got he got married the day before. Yeah, we woke up in the morning. and It was like, what are you doing? It was like, well, we're staying the night here. I'm not going home tonight. And but oh, Mike Lynch is meeting me out here. We're gonna go to Double Mountain Freem and record some podcasts. And then it was like 10 a.m. and somebody was like, you want a beer? And I was like, oh, yeah, I want a beer. And then we recorded two podcasts <laughs> with taster trays and like single beers after that. Because I think both places like brought us beer from the back. Yeah, dude. And He's awesome. Freem, we, we were with Justin Walker, right? Mm -hmm. Was his name? Jay Walk. Is he still there? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Last time there. I went, he wasn't there. But um. He brought us into like this little side room, mm -hmm. and there was a there were windows which, by the way, were mostly covered by blinds, mm -hmm. and you were staring at the windows mostly covered by blinds, and you were like, "It's so beautiful here, man!" <laughs> like while we're trying to ask about free and beer, and then like three minutes go by, and you're like, "Man, I just keep looking out these windows, and it's just so beautiful, man." And I, th that was my first experience of like truly drunk Patrick. And I was like, oh boy, what is going on here? I'm like, we're trying to do an episode here, buddy. And you're just like, oh, the outside, yeah. the nature. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, I think that was really, really good. I really, really enjoyed doing the Clear Hazy episode from Level, yeah. to be honest with you. I thought that was a lot of fun. It's good education. I liked the, uh, the hop series from Block 15. Yep. Um, that was a fun, I've liked our little mini, we haven't done too many of them, but the let's experiment series have been fun. The Widmer one was hilarious. It was funny, but it was, uh, it, it was interesting to try those as well. The 12 IPAs of Christmas. Ooh, that, that was, was now that was unique because wait, was it the second time we did that? We did. Well, we did the co when you had COVID. And I had the scare of COVID, mm -hmm. and I was quarantining at home. We did the live stream. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that also? It's the year before. But we were doing 12 beers of Christmas for that live yeah, stream. Yeah, we, we? we did it each day on Facebook Live. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But it, yeah, we didn't do a podcast on it. It was just a Facebook Live mm -hmm. or Instagram Live. Yep, about each beer. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back to near the beginning for this one. You know, I just got an idea, too, as well. I'm curious if it's the same one as you. Uh, the very first Freshies episode that we did, ah. where I got to try Elliot Fresh Hop for the first time, and my earth was shattered and everything changed. Right. Because that hop was so fresh and so good, and I was like, it tastes like grass. What is this flavor I'm tasting? This is crazy. Shout out Ryan Buxton. Yes. Shout out Ryan Buxton, indeed. Um uh, that that uh, and we've done freshies now each year. Yeah, I love our freshies episodes. And we have Ryan to thank for that because of that ex novo fresh hop Elliot. Yep. Uh, I got one for you, my man. What's in the box? What's in the box? The messenger. Yes, the messenger sending us some very rare, hard to find, popular beers. That was good. And I, I just saw those up here. They had like four episodes in a row of what's in the box that. or opening the box is what we called it. Yeah. Um, and I'm scrolling here through here. Uh. Also, 
this is not an episode that we did, but getting to go do the little mini release thing that we did at Barrelick for the second beer of the week. Mm-hmm. And having everybody come out, mm. and, and <clears throat> we met like probably what ten to fifteen listeners yeah. that night. Just hung out for a couple hours. That was really fun. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I think I think we'll do it again for sure. We'll definitely do that again. Well, and we have to make good the episode that got deleted forever because the uh, right. SD card got corrupted. That was a really good episode too. It really was. It really was. I was so bummed to never be heard again. I know. I because I, I we I got here <clears> to the <throat> station after we recorded it. And I, I had my method, like we had been doing a lot of location episodes. Like I, I have the adapter for the SD card, mm-hmm. and I had to put it into a different adapter, which then hooked into my computer, which I could then upload to to the ooh. Audition. Remember when we were in Tillamook, and I went to a Goodwill and found a cord to work for the yes for the for the yes um, for the podcast taper recorder. We'll get to that in two seconds, but yeah. So I, I did everything the same exact way I always did it, and when I put the S, when I plugged in the adapter that had an adapter in it that had the SD card in it, it popped up and said it had one folder and it was a weird name and it was like all messed up characters. And I went, uh, hello. And so I unplugged it and I replugged it back in and it said, this has been corrupted. (laughs) And I went, okay. And I looked and I was like, there's nothing on this. This has been truly corrupted. And it wasn't like, Hey, we went on location and we did an episode. It's like, Hey, we just did Beer of the Week 2, and we just did our episode promoting the F out of Berelic and talking about the beer, and it's gone. And it's gone. Completely gone. Yep. And that was, I texted you, it was like an hour after we recorded it, I was like, dude, this is, it's done. Yep. And I gave it to some of our engineers, and they worked on it, and they're like, sorry, man, there's some things we can do, but this is unsavable. And I was like, no. Yep. But yeah, in Tillamook, we get to Tillamook, and we open up the the podcaster, and there's a cord in there. It's a laptop cord from somebody else Yep. who had put the wrong cord back in. And we were in Tillamook, nowhere near a place that was going to have a cord for us. And you went out because someone said there was like an electronic store, mm-hmm. which you started at. It's like a Radio Shack type thing. Yeah. They did not have what we needed. No. And you went to Goodwill because somehow you knew they would have something like this. I would have never thought to go to Goodwill. And you dug around in this box of wires and you found the cord we needed. Two dollars. <laughs> Two dollars. You saved our ass because yep. it was the first Pelican episode too, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, we were like, I, I was sweating, and they're looking at us like, who are these guys? Right. Like we paid money for this. This is a joke. And I was in there like trying to like you know be friendly and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like sweating. I'm stressed out of my mind. Like we we have a deal with these guys to do three episodes, and the very first time we show up, we don't even have the power cord. Right. And they were cool about it. Sure. But I was like, this is not cool. I am not. This is wrong. Yeah. This is really really bad. Uh, okay. Any final thoughts before we get to our beer of the week? No, just that I think uh, I think you know we we weathered the storm. I think it would have been very easy for us to kind of pack it in uh, during COVID, and we weathered the storm. And I made, think made some fun with it with the COVID wall. Yeah, and I I think you know once we kind of get into our new groove. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I think there is uh, I think there is bigger and better things on the horizon for us. Cool. I hope so. I mean, I think there's really cool stuff coming up in the next three months. Ah. Just personally. Oh, okay. Let's look at Patrick over here. Just planning things and just going to surprise me with him. Big timer, man. Let's go. Big timer. 
Uh, ben, by the way, was the one who did DM us. He, the one who met you at uh, Thunder Island. Very, very wonderful human being. Uh, he was the one who said his favorite episode was introducing craft beer because he uses that as a bartender now. Yeah. And he also loves the out-of-state location episodes. Oh. I went back and looked. The Asheville, North Carolina episode was like in our third or fourth week. Yeah. Or like our month, I mean. not Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, that's Because you went to a wedding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you got to go to uh, the palatial estate of Sierra Nevada out there. I know. It was beautiful. All right. Well, uh, oh, summer IPA from Ferment. It's hazy. You and finished it, tastes, it. It tastes like a hazy. That's because I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it tastes pretty good. I think it tastes pretty you. good, but it's a hazy. I don't know why it's called summer. Good marketing. We drank it. It's a cool it can. Bought. It's a new can for this series, and I like it. Yeah. Beer of the Week is coming up next. I'm very excited about it. It's a brewery we haven't had in a little while on the podcast. It's one that we have uh, would like to go to. And it's a style I've never seen them make before, or yeah. can at least. We'll get to that next. This is Beers and Us with Michael Edge Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! Here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. That's my name. That's not my name. That's my name. That's not my name. Uh, okay, Beer I of the went, Week. I went to a uh, talent show the other day. Oh, um, okay. For uh, an elementary school. <laughs> okay. Because that's the life I live now. Yeah. And these kids were dancing as part of their talent show. And they were dancing to uh, Now Watch Me Whip. Now watch me, nay, nay. And I was like, these kids know this song. And then I was like, oh, their teachers are my age. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was song like, was actually quite popular with I, kids. I know, but I was like, how do these kids know this song? This song's like 10 years old. These kids aren't even old enough. They, they were they were not alive when this song came out. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're te- and then I look around their teachers, and they're like slightly older than me. And I was like, yep, got it. And the teachers are all like yeah, bopping to like, it. Uh, like, uh, uh, watch me whip and watch me nay, Like when I see Nelly perform at the... NBA Finals game tonight. I'm like, oh, I bet you that was cool. No, it wasn't, dude. <laughs> Guaranteed it was not cool. <laughs> Nelly hasn't been relevant for like 30 years. That's an exaggeration. Uh, so the beer of the week today is Montevilla's Peregrine, which is a Palo Santo wood-aged porter. This rich and chocolatey robust porter is aged on Peruvian Palo Santo wood which imparts aromas and flavors of coconut, mint, uh-oh, here comes your mint chocolate chip, cedar, and spice. This beer benefits from warming in a glass and ages well if stored cold. What's the ABV? The ABV... Curious to kind of like what kind of porter are you getting into? Is 6.8%. Okay, cool. We are right in the sweet spot right yeah, here. Yeah, so probably a little more like an English porter than like a Baltic Baltic's going to be a little boozier. Yeah, they just say robust. Oh, robust porter. I, I do believe that's an actual style. I think so. It is capitalized with R. So uh, Robust. Yes. Uh, so the, the reason, I mean, one, I haven't had porters as much recently because I've really leaned into the stouts. You never see them packaged either. True. Or rarely you see them packaged. Yeah. I did have the Block 15 porter that they packaged like a month or so ago. Um the reason this stood out to me, one, was the can art's cool, and I haven't had Montevilla in a while, but what is this wood? And you've aged yeah. it on it, and it's, okay, I'm I'm down to give it a try. Sure, why not? And uh, if it gives flavors of, like, chocolate and spice and cedar and coconut, then I'm 100% down, for sure. Totally, and right there on the nose. Is the coconut. Yeah, I actually get big chocolate on the nose. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it smells chocolate. like an Almond Joy. Yeah. 
I'm into that stuff. I mean, it looks great, man. I never drink these styles, so thanks for choosing this. Stuff. Of course. I'm always like, Mike, have you tried this new Hellas or this new IPA? That's our beer of the week. And Mike's like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> and I actually don't bring a lot of dark beers in as beer of the week, um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to kind of bring that back in a little bit, you know? Whoa. Yeah, it's weird. Like, good weird. Yeah. But, like, unique. You really get the wood quality. Yeah, and I think... What I really like about the mint quality in this from the wood is trying to, it, it's like, it gives me, <clears throat> like on the back end, after I finish it and kind of exhale, I feel like I have fresh breath. Not like toothpaste. I don't want to say like toothpaste. I'm not saying it tastes like that by any means, but it's that sensation I'm getting. It's like a, it's almost like a tingly, like mm. a, like a menthol kind of tingle. To me, this is an oh, almond the coconut. To me, this is an almond joy. If Andy's candies made almond joy, I love that because one, Andy's candies are—I call them candies; they're just mints. But Andy's candies are criminally underrated. Yes, I agree. They are so good. Yeah, and this gives you that almond joy flavor, but the mint you're talking about <laughs> cuts through at the <laughs> end, and it really reminds me of an Andy's. Uh. If I were to say anything, I wish the body was a touch bigger, mm -hmm. um, but it makes it really palatable, really, really easy to drink. Um, it's it's funny. You see wood aged, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be way boozy. No. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, obviously, it's around 6%, but it's got a very light mouth perception, and I, I'm, I, I think for the style, I kind of want a little more, but for me as a drinker, I'm really into it. Yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. The, it's almost like the full body you would like it to have is actually at the back. Yeah. You get this like really u uber richness mm -hmm. from the chocolate and the coconut and the mint and whatever other flavors that hit you as it's ending. Mm -hmm. But the middle is kind of like you get the pop of chocolate and then it's like beer, 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 beer. Ooh, there's the other flavors. So yeah, I kind of I kind of agree that I'd like it to be a little bit more full mouthfeel in the mid palate there but this is really cool beer really cool beer really cool beer and really good yeah I, i've had a lot of porters re oh, i no, that's a lie in of the porters <laughs> i've had recently is what i mean to say i haven't had a lot that i've been like ooh, yeah i'll have this again this one i don't know how often it'll be canned or how long it'll be on the shelves i would get this again i would drink this whole can i think this can would be really interesting to see how it tastes warmed up well, they do say that yeah. warmed up is a good way to taste yeah, it as did well. Did you get this at Market of Choice? I did. Maybe I'll go there and snag one and do a little experimentation of my own. And this was canned. It doesn't really matter because it's a porter. It was canned in March. Okay. March 28th. Cool. Yes. Um, question for you before we go. Shoot. There is a beer I have left in the fridge Ooh. Uh, at home. And that I, I had three beers left and I had to choose the two for the podcast today. I didn't bring it in because of the date. Okay. Well, one, the date was squished and it's hard to read, but it's at it's two months old. Okay. Now I've said this that I generally think that two months is the latest acceptable time that you can have an IPA. It is an IPA. Okay. Is that how you feel, or are you like two months? Because I'm trying to get your updated opinion on this. Is two months like too far now? Should I expect it to maybe be a little oxidized? Or me personally. Me personally, I shoot for under 30 days. However, of course, me professionally, 
I don't want to see any any hoppy beer on the shelf past 90 days. Okay, so three months. Yes. Okay. I think that is a, a widely accepted uh, industry standard that hoppy beers, assuming they're packaged correctly and designed correctly, should have a shelf life <clears throat> of 90 days. Now, you will lose things. It will... It will slowly become a little more oxidized, especially in a can with dissolved with DO, dissolved oxygen, and it will it will eventually hop character will fall off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, I do think from a sales standpoint, I am willing to push the beer at 90 days. But once you hit kind of 75, then I start tasting it. Then I'm kind of like is this beer still sellable? Mm, okay. It might not be in its peak. It's definitely not going to be in its peak for the style. But you can get to 75 days. Hell, I've gotten to 90 days. And you taste the beer and you're like, you know what? It's not bright and shiny like it always is, but it's not terrible. Uh, and But me personally, okay. I try to drink under 30 days. Gotcha. But well, I'm always like trying to find like new cool stuff, so... That's why the under 30 days helps. Well, but I, for me, when I go to market a choice, I see something that's new to me. Sure. And then I check the date, and I'm like, well, it's new to me, and it's two months old. I'll give it a try. Yeah, why not? I'll give why it not? a go. Why I'll not? Give it and go. each brewery is different, you know. Well, the beer of the week is Montevilla's Peregrine, which is a Palo Santo wood-aged porter. I, I imagine that people will know what Peruvian Palo Santo wood is. My first time here. Ditto. But, uh... It is, I do know where Peru is, though. I do, too. Nice. I do, too. Um, this is the best porter I've had in years. That's awesome. So uh, go if you like this style, if you like dark beers, try this. Super unique and a really well-done porter. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening throughout the first 200 episodes. Wherever you have joined, we appreciate you. Instagram.com slash beers on us. DM us any of your favorite episodes, moments, things like that. After listening to the episode, you can find us there. Uh, I don't know what's happening next week. I got ideas. Uh, I do know that uh, I am not going to be available after Wednesday next week. So my parents are down. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we'll try to figure something out. Yes. Uh, but uh, episode 200 in the books. And we'll see you guys next T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.